0: There's also a new border opening date today. It's for those countries that need visas to come here. Primarily, that's China and India. So whether it makes any difference, I don't know, because it was October, it now will be July. Stephen England Hall is the, with the tourism group Real New Zealand. Morning, Stephen. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm well, thank you. See, China's a mess. I mean, they're not by announcing July, that's fine. But if no one from China's coming because they're locked down, not our fault, but it is what it is, then what do we achieve?
1: Look, I think it sends the, the right signal to international markets that New Zealand is continuing to open up. As you know, China was our second largest visitor economy uh, prior to COVID. And there is demand in China
0: for New Zealand, in spite of the fact that things at home over there at the moment are a shambles. What about the business yesterday? I'm reading the industry generally are saying uh, that people like Nash are in Australia are saying we're open, but we're not. By the time you do your downloads and your paperwork and your testing and stuff, it's, it's, it's too hard.
1: It certainly seems like it. I've spoken to a couple of people in the last week who have come in from just Australia, which should be our simplest place to get to. Oh, so get from to here uh, and people are taking you know seven to nine hours to get through the process of you know finding a chemist getting tested, filling in your forms et cetera and then the airport queues. and to your to the previous um, uh, speaker's comments, you know the challenge with labour is not
0: just a New Zealand
1: challenge, it's certainly an Australian challenge too and that's part of the problem in airports.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, reading generally, Euro travels back, they tell me, and what but they say they're suggesting there's a short haul thing going on. In other words, people aren't necessarily interested in being on a plane for twenty hours. If that's true, is that a problem for us?
1: It would be a problem if it was true. What we are seeing, of course is transatlantic travel continuing to build strongly, and in some port ports, so say London to New York or London to Los Angeles, for example, that is recovering very, very quickly. So I suspect that although there's rhetoric around it, it's not proving to be the case at Good.
0: the consumer level. Good. Are you bullish generally?
1: I am I am a bullish chap you know that um I think that uh, you know rec- uh, tourism and travel recovery will be strong, and I think it will be driven largely by the ability for businesses to cope with demand. I think demand will be will be there. I think we just have to make it um, accessible for consumers.
0: Exactly. So explain to me how the government don't understand that when they go to Queenstown and their room isn't clean because they can't find a cleaner because they're already paying $27, $28 an hour, how's that going to work for us?
1: It's going to be a real challenge. And I think that what I have heard some rhetoric around is that the way to solve the labour shortage, of course, is to improve productivity through the application of technology and process. And, of course, that is true in some areas. But, of course, as we all know, Uh, there isn't technology yet today that's going to make you your handmade coffee in the morning uh, or clean your room. So I think we should be really careful when we throw terms around like productivity and technology to solve that problem, when in fact some of it can't be resolved that way.
0: Good insight, Stephen. Appreciate it very much. Stephen England-Hall, who's with Real New Zealand.